everyone. This is Brian Alvarez, Figure Four Online. Just kidding. Welcome, wrestling fans, to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by the fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us for episode 54. I am your host, your grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician, Talk Wrestling Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of Pro Wrestling Podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Steelers fan. Unfortunately, this week was not a good week to be a Steelers fan. <laughs> Andy. And I'm also your host, the No Selling Wrestling Indie fan and Liverpool supporter. And I'll throw in Eagles fan, Jeremy. All right. All right. They're 4-0. All right. Well, hey, football fans. In this episode, we will be discussing the White <laughs> Rabbit, uh, Soraya, having a segment on AEW. Good job. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I finally said it right. Our Extreme Rules predictions and more. Before we get started, though, like I always ask, if you guys could go to YouTube.com and search for the PW Fan where you can like and subscribe. Subscribe, mostly, most importantly, so that we can get an actual URL. Uh, once we get to 100 subs on YouTube, we can use a real URL and we can stop doing this long-winded intro. To find us for this year's content and last year's, you got to still search the PW Fan. Uh, we uh, still have merch available now, prowrestlingtees.com backslash the PW Fan, where we have three shirt designs year one and two pocket logo and a basic front logo shirt just wanted to give out a shout out to our friend glenn who i saw ordered a shirt and thank you so much man we uh, just wanted to make you the fan of the week because that's awesome that you ordered one and uh, if anybody else wants to be the fan of the week uh, everybody that buys a shirt i can see so uh, get on that let's see <laughs> Uh, for all other social media, look us up by looking at the PW Fan, where we kindly ask you to like and subscribe. And finally, we have TikTok, where uh, we actually have posted quite a few videos, and uh, it's it's been fun. I don't know. I, it's all new to me. I'm the one running it. I, I swore that I was never going to have a TikTok, but I'm enjoying, <laughs> I'm enjoying it and having a good time. But thank it's God. Fun, isn't it? I, I think it's fun, but you know what? I don't. I can't doom scroll on there because I feel like I'll just never stop if I do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do that. Well, I apologize for the long-winded. You intro time travel. You time travel when you do that. <laughs> time Seriously, travel. you time travel when you do that, dude. Um. All right, so that takes care of all the social media stuff, Andy. I'm just going to pass it over to you and have you get us started. And uh, at the end of the show, stick around where we will talk about our classic show of the week recommendation like we've been doing over the last several weeks. All right, Andy. Can I be a fan of the week? I bought two shirts. Mom bought a shirt. I bought a classic. <laughs> Did she? No, she didn't. Did she I'm really? No. <laughs> no. No, I bought, I bought an old shirt. I bought our original design because I told my best friend Trey when we started the podcast and got shirts that I would get them one and I had forgotten to uh, keep that promise. So I got the original and then I got myself. Yeah. And then I got my, yeah. Instead of my best friend, you know, buying it for and supporting (laughs) us, I bought it for him. Well, it's Uh, funny. Free advertising, whatever. Well, I think it's funny because, like, growing up playing in bands, like, one of the rules, especially in, like, kind of, like, the punk metal scene is, like, you don't wear your own band's merch. That's, like, pretty lame. 
However, I will definitely wear my own podcast merch. Hell yeah. I feel like it's completely different. I don't even care. It's funny. I have a shirt with I've my worn the original. on it. I've worn the original shirt out to like a bar or something. Uh, but yeah, I got the I got the original for my friend, and then I got the other pocket, the new pocket logo, um, for myself. I didn't get the other one because I don't know, no reason. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's kick it off. So I wanted to talk about the white rabbit stuff because I feel like we've it's been going on for weeks and we've never really talked about it. Um, I forget, I don't know. <laughs> I think the newest. One that happened this past week. I don't know what show it was on. I think they have something for every Raw and every SmackDown. So I think the latest one, though, got to some recording. And then if you played it backwards, it said, like, you know how the Shield did the, like, military code with each letter? Well, this spelled out Bel Air for some reason. And then it said, um, it said, like, three other lines after it, which... You can look it up. I don't know. But that was a news one. And then I think I before that. that, there was something that got coordinates to a town called Wyndham, which is mm. Bray Wyatt's first name. And before that, I think something led you to Corbin. See, I don't nearly know what's going on. It's kind of all over the place. Why Bel Air? That's like Bianca, like is the only thing yeah. I think of. Um, I just, my opinion of it, it's brilliant marketing or like whatever you want to call it, you know, getting the fans. The fans are involved. The fans are, like, trying to figure it out. You know, it gets them involved. It gets them excited. I mean, if it's not Bray Wyatt, people are going to freaking riot. Yeah, um, that's what I was going to say. But, oh, geez, if anyone's watching right now on Raw, this is nice little progression of what they're doing with the storyline. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's just I, I I assume whatever's gonna happen is gonna culminate at Extreme Rules. Um, a few weeks ago, people realized that on the Extreme Rules poster there was like a lantern with fly, fireflies around it. I don't know if that's just to get people off track or what, but I think whatever's gonna happen, they're gonna do it at Extreme Rules or maybe the next night. But what do I know? Uh, yeah, what's your guys' thought on this whole White Rabbit stuff? You know, Triple H had said it's someone that no one. Has seen before, which technically, if it is Bray Wyatt, but if it's a different character, then that is true. But yeah, it could just be like Bray Wyatt, but as maybe like Wyndham, if he wants yeah. to be that. And there was so something with character. the with the numbers nineteen eleven that popped up, which he wore yeah. on his hat at one point. I don't know. I just we hadn't really ever gotten into it, and it's a big thing that has been going week to week. So I yeah. just wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like, like you said, like at this point, if it's not Bray Wyatt, if he's not, you know, the person behind it, then I don't, like, I don't, might be, unless it's someone big, like, it, it feels kind of like a disappointment then, if it's not him. Yeah, you need someone to make up for it if it's not. <laughs> yeah, because everyone's, like, convinced now. And also, it's like, it'd be cool if it was him, too, because I want to see him back on TV every week. Not that, yeah. like, it's funny, because everyone loves Bray Wyatt now that he's gone. But like, if you think back, like he's never really had a great match, so to speak. Really, he's never had a a great match. And the Fiend character, I've seen all this stuff. There, people yeah. were saying like the Fiend character destroyed baby faces. Like it just right. ruined their characters. Maybe except for like <laughs> Brian Danielson. Yeah, and so like the character character work itself is amazing. But I don't know, like if he maybe changes his in ring 
style or something. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. So. Sounds like you're reciting the thing I How heard about said by Brian Alvarez, Figure Four Online. How's everyone doing? <laughs> he he was the first I heard it, but then I scrolling through TikTok, people are talking about the same kind of things. Yeah. There's other I, I still love Bray Wyatt, but you know. I'm just teasing. I agree, honestly, though. Like, in the scenario, I, I see after hearing uh, Brian Alvarez say that, and then others, I kind of sat and thought about it. And no, seriously, like, the Fiend character is such that it almost would have to be booked in, like, a Roman Reigns type of way where he's basically, like, unbeatable. Like, he's God tier. Because if you don't, then he's kind of just like a guy in his creepy Halloween costume. Like, I don't know. I try to compare yeah. it to... You can't bring back the Fiend. He was burned alive. You can't bring him back. <laughs> you can't. Well, maybe he'll be something else. you connect characters the way WWE does, you can't just undo it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I think it is. I don't think it's Fiend. I think it's something else. Didn't he, though, have a... In the Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse... Did he not have a rabbit character that was a bunny puppet? Rambling rabbit, but I thought they cut its head off, man. <laughs> yeah, they, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah, I was I trying know. to make some correlation or some connection, but... We'll just know. have to wait and see. I mean, it could be something none of us are expecting. Apparently, higher-ups are not really privy to... Mustafa Ali, sorry, has braids right now. I'm looking at Raw. It's very random. It just it got my attention. Never seen him before. Um, he changed the look. He got on TV. That's what happened. Yeah, he got on TV actually. Um, now I don't know what I was saying, guys. Well, it, like Andy, you said there's one theory before that you didn't like, but it could be true is that they brought the uh, Funhouse people to life. Like, what was that? Like the yeah, there was a theory going around. Mainly, I saw it on TikTok. It was like. The whole white rabbit thing, like, is people, like, the characters from the Firefly Funhouse are coming to life. So you don't need the Funhouse anymore. So you got Bray yeah. Wyatt, uh, that that witch puppet would be, like, Scarlet, uh, Bordeaux. Um, the white rabbit would be, what, Carrying Cross. Uh, Dexter Loomis would be the buzzard. And Bray Wyatt would be like the puppet master of all that stuff. I don't know. I hate it because someone like Karrion Cross doesn't need it right now. He's in like a main program with like someone like Drew McIntyre. Yeah. You know, he's not. But whatever happened, like, because people were saying things about Baron Corbin. It's like, whatever happened with him hopping in JBL's car and just we haven't seen him since? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Ezekiel's off TV. Is he coming back as Elias, or is this I, like I'm, there's so I'm many... pretty sure he's coming back as Elias. Watch the <laughs> what's that video online? It was like it was Vince all along. Vince is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's one of those we're gonna have to wait and see. There's a lot of theories out there, and really no one knows except for you know certain people backstage at WWE. But they're throwing out a lot of the the teasing teasing that they're doing does hint at Bray Wyatt. So. If it's not, this almost feels, though, at this point, like, you remember before everything went wrong, before CM Punk debuted in <laughs> AEW, 
they kept talking, like, right before that Chicago show, they kept being, like, hinting at that it's going to be CM Punk. And to the point where it was like, if it's not CM Punk, it's like, people are going to be pissed. I feel like if, like... If this isn't yeah. Bray Wyatt, like people are gonna be like, "What the? All right, who, whoever this is at this point, it's not gonna help them because people are gonna be disappointed. It does if it's not Bray Wyatt, people are gonna be disappointed. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. If it's Karrion Cross, dude, people are gonna boo him. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's already there. That's the thing. It doesn't make sense. He's already there. It wouldn't be him. People just keep. He saying has a that match at Extreme Rules. No, but that, people just say that because in of his indie, old character. Yeah, some fucking. Lucha Underground. Yes, some indie, some small company somewhere. He did something. Some indie. No one cares. No, and I like Lucha Underground. Um, Lucha Underground is awesome. I like it. It's great, but like people act like, like when Johnny is like scrolling through the channel, who's twelve, he's gonna be like, oh, <laughs> it must be like, dude, no. It's it's got to be Bray Wyatt. <laughs> it has to be. Yeah. Well, um, what if it's like Cody or something? No, that's okay. Too much that, that, stock in the American Nightmare thing. That's okay. But I mean, like, it would be like the only thing that would make the the bitter blow. You'd be like, okay, I'm disappointed. It's not Bray yeah. Wyatt, but nah, dude, hey, people that... would be booing the shit out of Cody once he returned. <laughs> Whoever it's not, if it ends up not being him, whoever it is is just going to be fucking booed out the I mean, building. that's that's what I was saying originally, but I was just thinking, like, if you're going to do something like the trade-off, if you're going to disappoint everybody and it's not Bray Wyatt, the trade-off has to be something that's like, you're like, all right. Uh, you know, but I can't think of anything <laughs> besides Cody that would be, you know, I don't yeah. know. Unless all of a sudden... Jeff Hardy. If all of a sudden <laughs> Shawn Michaels is the white rabbit Alistair and him Black and, up. No, Shawn Michaels is the white rabbit and him and AJ Styles are gonna have a WrestleMania match, then I'm like, All right, now I'm in. But that's not gonna happen. So <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on from the white rabbit stuff. Um before we get into Raw, next week there is the DX reunion. And I read online that Daddy uh, WWE is in some way per- is some way preparing for scissor me daddy ass chance. That's a funny. I don't know how you. The only way you can pre- can prepare for it is like cut it out of TV when it happens. Yeah, it's just gonna be like bleeped basically the whole time. But you're yeah. just gonna. But see that's me. just like such a funny headline, isn't it? But you know what's gonna happen? You're, you're just gonna see. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're just gonna see uh, a bunch of people in the crowd doing. Uh, Scissors. I mean, so you're gonna know it's there. Yeah. I did not mean to so call that'll be into the microphone. That's next. My apologies to the listener. <laughs> you should That's see it on Monday. video. It looks even worse. Tim's vaping over here. Um. Oh look, I don't know if you guys noticed right now on TV they got rid of the Velcro for the titles and it's back to the snaps. Thank God. That's how it should have been. The Velcro yeah. looks like a kid's toy. So. <laughs> it's just apparently the Velcro was easier to put, you know, put on and take off. But whatever. I don't give a hoot. Put, like, you're a, getting like paid a million snaps. dollars. Put a cool title on. 
Let's get into Raw, though. Uh, it it opened up last week with Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio. This match was actually really good. Uh, good opener. In the end, uh, Dominic threw down his chair uh, in front of Ray and kneeled. Um, as Ray was distracted, Rhea Ripley attacked him from behind and rolled him into the ring so Rollins could win with a submission. Um, pretty good match. Good opener for the for the show. Those two, you know, went at it. I don't know who which one of you saw it, but yeah, I mean Seth and Ray. I feel like it's always gonna be good. Like I could probably watch that every week if they had it. It was really good. I mean, they had a few during the Thunderdome thing, but I think yeah, it's always different. Than... Yeah, it was. It just didn't. You know, you didn't have the crowd or anything. Dude, so that I don't know. that yeah. that yeah. era of wrestling is so dark for me, at least. The like, dark. Tim, you didn't even watch it, did you? I would like no, Tim stopped watching during that. <laughs> it would literally, it would like literally make me depressed. Like I would turn it on and I tried to watch AEW, and you would just see like Billy Gunn in the front row like cheering, and I just be like, oh god. Oh yeah, that it would just forgot. like yeah, it would just AEW like just was, like talent as the fans take me out of it so much that like I just was I just couldn't mentally submerse myself into buying into the stories. Yeah. And then, like, the same thing with the Thunderdome. And also, just visually, the Thunderdome was awful. For me, it was so overwhelming to my eyes. And it, like, hurt my eyes. Yeah. And, like, overstimulated everything. Yeah. And all the screens. I mean, I think think the concept and execution, honestly, was very well done considering the circumstances. It was as good as they could do, but it was just, like, But it's just as a viewer. Yeah. Yeah. As a viewer, it was just so, like... Also, it just was like a constant reminder, both channels, you know, whether it was Billy Gunn and, you know, Jungle Boy in the front row cheering on AEW or TV screens on the other channel, it just made me think about, like, the whole time I'm like, dang, the world is in, like, this weird state right now. So it was like a constant Do you remember before they got the screens, though, there was just no one in there but the announcers and them? Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> it was that's, so bad. That's, that's how Ring of Honor was and uh, Impact. Oh, God. Yeah, it's just so quiet. It's like... And you hear them running across the ring, and I'm like, this is... I don't know. It's hard. I think that's when all the noise pumping started was during that. Yeah, but that didn't make I it didn't sound know. any better, because then you're like, I know there's no crowd there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is so obvious it's pumped in. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, let's move on past Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio. Get back on track here. Um, we have another segment of backstage. Finn Balor is trying to get AJ to join again, but uh, AJ saying no. Um, we'll get back to this later because consequences of him saying no take effect. Um, we had Nikki Ash and Nikki Ash, Nikki Ash, whatever, in the ring, uh, waiting for her opponent. Doesn't know who it is. Out comes Candace LeRae, Johnny Wrestling's wife. Um, surprise! Just like Johnny Gargano, it was not announced. It was not hinted at. It was, you know, kept a secret, and she just came out as a surprise. Um, I always liked her, so good to see her. She beat Nikki Ash, and then Nikki Ash sat in the corner, took off her mask, and was kind of like sobbing in a way so i don't know if we're getting a character change maybe back to her old crazy gimmick maybe something new enough of the superhero shit yeah 
you know. Her crazy gimmick was I, I actually liked it. Yeah, me and Tim got to see it live at Harvard Community College. It was Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> his father in law when her music came out and it was the screaming was like, What the is <laughs> going on? <laughs> Is, I'm watching Raw right now. Is this the first time Mustafa is debuting this look? Yeah. With, not with the tights, but with the the, with the hair. I yeah. just like the overall, like, I like the tights. I like the, I think I like the look. I think I prefer it more than the superhero thing. He looks like a wrestler. Some, something different. He looks like a pro yeah. wrestler. I don't know. I don't know. He came back a little while ago, and then they just squashed him with the Miz and Champa, and then he didn't see him on TV for a little while. He's a really good wrestler. He's good. Yeah, you know, I would have. He was supposed to. We've talked about this before. He was supposed to have that Kofi spot yeah. that he got all these years ago, but then uh, he got hurt by Randy. <laughs> yeah, he was starting to get really over too. Uh, um. So after uh, the Nikki Ash thing, we keep getting off the rails because we're all watching Raw at the same time while doing this. Uh, we had Sami Zayn versus AJ Styles. Awesome match. Uh, really fun. Winner was Sami Zayn in the end. Uh, the Judgment Day comes out. And Finn, you know, asks, asks him one more time. AJ, and throws up the, uh, the two-sweet symbol. AJ, you know, throws up the middle finger instead. And Judgment Day attacks him. He eventually uh, is laying on the ground, has a chair around his neck, and they act like they're going to stomp on it, but instead they uh, leave him be. You know, just I think it's them saying that they can do it anytime they want. Um, that immediately led into Matt Riddle versus Damian Priest because Damian Priest was already out in the ring. We had Matt Riddle versus Damian Priest, former best friends. Um, Winner was Matt Riddle. Afterwards, Riddle is getting beaten down, and then Edge returns after uh, coming back from being beat down by Judgment Day once again. Um, he challenges uh, Edge challenges Finn Balor to an I Quit match at Extreme Rules, and um, this I'm actually very excited for. I don't know if Edge has ever been an I Quit match, but that should be really good. Yeah, Edge and Finn Balor, I feel like. Even just a normal match, that'd be good. But I feel like they're gonna make this really good. Yeah. I know it's a guy that How about you, Edge Tim? really. I know it's a guy that Edge really wanted to work with. I remember because I was a frequent listener of the Edge and Christian. Part of awesomeness. Yeah, and he used to. <laughs> it's cool to see him work with guys that he said on the show that he really wanted to work with, or he used to say, "I wish I could have," or. I wish I could, and then, you know, now, since then, you know, years have passed and he's back, but it's still cool for me when I see him work with a guy that he wants to work with. Yeah. Um, that wrapped up Raw, though. Uh, we can go straight into Dynamite if you all want to. We had the uh, show open up with the JAS uh, ROH Championship Celebration. This segment was bumpy, let's just say that. Yeah, it was, it was good uh, and bad. <laughs> it was good and bad. Uh, let's go with the bad first. They had the pizza guy in there. They finally took him out. Uh, hopefully he'll never show up again. That guy. It's I mean, terrible. that was like, even if they brought him on that one time because he was like a viral video or whatever online, I'm like, all right, that's fine. Dude, some but people don't... love it. You read no. the comments? People are like, oh, yeah. No. 
No. I will not accept this. <laughs> Garbage. Like, I will not. Like, you want to tell me that Orange Cassidy's cool? Okay. I, yeah, it did make me laugh a couple times. The pizza guy was funny for like a for like a YouTube video or like a like a Twitter clip. Yeah. Like, no, like, but I'm not going to entertain the idea that this is going to become a thing. Dude, he's <laughs> like, just in the ring spinning his pizza there the whole no, time. He's just like, no, no. You know whose idea that probably was? Jericho's. Jericho. <laughs> Jericho. Yeah, because he wants to get on whatever's <laughs> hot. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to remember what happened in this segment. I know there ended up being some, you know, turmoil with Daniel Garcia and Jericho, if I'm not if I'm not yeah. mistaken, right? The and whole wrestler and sports entertainer thing. Danielson came out and then challenged Matt Menard uh to a match and that led to their match next. They're all in purple suits out there, all the J. Which I was like, I guess he wrestled in those purple pants. I was like Yeah. You know, I saw. I was like, "Is he gonna wrestle like that?" Yeah. <laughs> JR is um, hilarious. Jr. is always throwing shade. If you listen to him, I think that honestly, that's an underrated part of the AW show. Is if you listen closely to Jr., you gotta listen always, to him. He's always yeah. throwing yeah. some sort of like backhanded like comment in there. It's always hilarious. Do you think that's why they took him off of uh, uh, Dynamite? To like, all right, Jr. Like. We need to edit your your comments now and put you on a rampage. Oh, You're talking man. shit on the company. Right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he is funny though. I um, um, I'm trying to. Th- oh, so Jericho's whole plan with this ROH title is to it's kind of the Ring of Dishonor Championship. He's trying to beat all the, the former. The Ring of Jericho. Is that what it is? He's trying to beat all the former uh, ROH champions. Starting with the main event tonight, which means he would have to face Danielson again, I guess, right? Former yeah, he's champion. doing it. You have to face Samoa Punk, Jay Lethal. Not Punk. They don't mention Punk anymore. Uh, yeah. He doesn't exist. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Oh, wait, can't wrestle Cody Rhodes. Adam <laughs> Cole, I guess. You have Adam to beat Cole. Adam Cole. Adam Cole could come back as a face and try to, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so that seems to be the plan for that. Next, we had MJF and Wheeler Yuta. Cold Cabana. Cold Cabana. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Punk's gone. So Wheeler Yuta come comes out, and uh, Damn it, Punk, they're why? in Philadelphia, which is where. Why? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Wheeler Yuta comes out. They're in Philadelphia, which is where Wheeler's from. Uh, say what you want. I'm going to say my opinion. I don't like Wheeler Yuta on the mic, it's boring. especially when you you got him going uh, up against someone like MJF. So he's calling out MJF. MJF comes out. MJF just completely destroys him on the mic. Wheeler's own hometown likes MJF more than Wheeler Yuta. Um, but turns out they're gonna have a match next week in or this coming week in DC, which is where Dynamite is. In case y'all didn't yeah. know, which is close to us ish, me. Yes, yeah, their uh, anniversary it's their show. Anniversary because the first show ever was in DC. Yeah. Um, after that we had John Moxley versus Juice Robinson. It's a championship eliminator match. Can one of you explain to me what that is? <laughs> so if Juice Robinson would have won this match, then he would have got a title shot next week, but he didn't. So every match is a number one contender for the title. 
or mean, if, if it's they, a championship eliminator match, like if they call if you it win, that. it's so these matches aren't for the title; they're for a shot at the title. Yeah. All right. Well, Juice <laughs> Robinson made his debut in AEW. Uh, John Moxley ended up winning. Before we get into what happened afterwards, what do you guys think of the match? It was a decent match. They've had better ones in New Japan, but uh, John Moxley and Juice Robinson. Crowd uh, was dead for Juice Robinson. Is yeah, this no the show? I, I, it... I just thought it was funny. No, you go ahead. Sorry, no, I was going to say I thought it was funny with uh, <laughs> Justin Roberts had to announce Juice Robinson and his like, and his like, um, uh, what's it called? His nickname is like Rock Hard Juice Robinson. Oh yeah, Rock <laughs> Hard <laughs> Juice. Rob- I think, he did, I think he's engaged or or dating Tony Storm. Is he? I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, so afterwards, Hangman. Fucking roll my eyes. I'm over Hangman nowadays. <laughs> After the whole incident and everything, before that even, I was just... I don't give a shit. He comes out in more butterfly pants or something like that. Uh, <laughs> After the Moxley match and gets in Moxley's face, but that's not really what the point of that was. The big takeaway was Yuta attacking MJF in the bleachers um, in like the club seats, which was actually a, a good segment, better than their promos back and forth. MJF actually fell into like the crowd. Yeah, it was good. So we we can't be no the one only... cared in the end about Moxley and Hangman. Like we can't be the only ones that like I see what's going on, and I'm a Punk fan. Like Punk was out of line. The Bucks got, they went in there and it got weird. But don't think I'm forgetting that this whole thing was it like. It got weird. Like, <laughs> they, had good, thing, man. they had a good time. Um, no, but like, <laughs> like this, this whole thing, like, like kind of started with Hangman. And like, I'm like, I don't think this guy should just get to get off like scot-free. You know what I mean? Like, it's like no big deal. And I wasn't caring about this dude before, but I, now when I see him, I'm like, blah. Like, so, I don't know. But I, I feel like we can't be the only ones. Like, I think other AEW fans are like, look, we're cool. We, we're cool with the Bucks. We're cool with Omega. Sucks Punk's gone. But Adam Page, eh. Like, I swear, there's got to be more people than just us. Because oh I feel... You're right there, Andy. Look like you're having an. Interview. Sorry, it was the spear. It was the spear from Lashley that uh, Ali just destroyed him. He did a backflip from the spear. I don't know if you guys are ahead or behind me, but he just wrecked him. Sorry. Anyway, that's why I made no, no noise during it. I was letting you continue to talk. Continue. You can keep going. <laughs> no, that was all I had to say. You big jerk. Uh, okay, okay. I'm not being a jerk. I just I saw something <laughs> on TV and I reacted I'm with no kidding. sound. You stopped talking. I'm just kidding. They're they're actually booking Ali good instead of making him look like this you is know, this is weak. your this is no, your show and you're letting that. it go off the rails. This is my show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have show, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to fire you. I'm gonna have to fire you like when Jim Ross <laughs> got fired for letting Ric Flair rant on the uh on, the, on the <laughs> You can do my job, man. Two, Good luck. Two K two K game. <laughs> Good luck writing the notes. I know you want to. Um So after that we had I wanted to talk about this segment because everyone seems to be talking about this next segment. 
The Soraya segment. All right. Soraya. Was it good? Sis. No, it was not good. Was she rusty? She, she sure. admitted that. Was she rusty? Sure, yeah. Was she Is ever really great on the rusty? mic? Was she ever amazing on the mic before, though? Not that I can think of. I mean, she had that thing. This I is can't my remember. house. This is my okay, house. Okay, well, that doesn't make you good on the mic. <laughs> She's, that's her thing. Lee was good on the mic back then. Um, but I don't really know. What, okay, so this I mean, I don't really know what they're doing. She, like, brings out, like, the baby face girls and then is, like, talking about introducing them to the crowd in case you don't know who this is, blah, blah, blah. And then Brick Baker comes out with the heels Britt Baker's talking, they're talking back and forth, it's a weird exchange, and then uh, people are pissed that Soraya said, you know, I have a boss now that actually listens to me, um, and she's like, we, I was talking to him and we made this a lumberjack match, super random, I don't know why. Um, I think it was like the first lumberjack match they've ever done, I don't remember a lumberjack match. Um, it was just weird. I don't know what her role is going to be. I can't tell. She said, I'm, I'm damaged, not broken. So does that mean, are they going to book her like Sting in the beginning and be protected and then see what she can do? It seems like that. I don't even know if, I think they were saying like, she's not 100% cleared yet either. Like she's going to be. So right now she can't do anything. So this is not her house yet. <laughs> this is her house. It's like 65%. Well, that lumberjack match was not good, so let's just say that. What was good, though, was this main event. This main event was awesome. Chris Jericho versus Bandito for the ROH World Championship. Bandito is is an ex-ROH champion uh, who apparently never got his rematch for it. Um, I think Tony Khan was apparently really impressed with him afterwards. Uh... Jericho freaking yeah, let this guy. Did he? He let this dude shine. Uh, he was great. The whole match. Jericho. Was really Jericho took I know a lot of things. On Jericho, but like yeah. he took those bumps. Yeah, this match was great. It it was even though Jericho won, it was Bandito's match. Yeah. You no, know, uh, the crowd was into it. It was it was awesome. You knew Jericho was gonna win, but there were still times when you're like, maybe. <laughs> yeah. With like the stuff Bandito was doing. I'm sorry, I gotta no. be that guy, boss. Zoro's not doing anything for me. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, well, all right. Well, that wraps up Dynamite. Yeah. Grumpy Tim's gonna come in. I'm not grumpy. I'm just, it's like, who is this guy, and why do I care? Do you know, I know, even I know who Bandito is. Well, he wrestled it uh, all in. Tim's like, WWE only. <laughs> okay, excuse me. WCW, WWE, NWA, Crockett. Whatever. <laughs> He's like, you're not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> uh, Never watched ROH. What? Okay, I did. Tim, Tim has a lot of ROH DVDs. Excuse me, actually. yeah, and I went and saw fucking Tyler Black in the ECW arena. You saw Tyler Black in the ECW yeah. Yeah, I did. In the real ECW. In case you didn't know, boss. Tyler Black is Seth Rollins. You know what made me laugh when I was looking at your notes, Andy? The first thing you wrote for SmackDown is a superstar stuck in Florida. 
Yeah. Just made me laugh. I don't know. Oh. Because because people were popping. We'll get to that right now. People were popping up on SmackDown this week that aren't normally on SmackDown because so many superstars were that li- you know live in Florida. They were either stuck or traveling issues. Um, so yeah, that wrapped up Dynamite. Let's get into SmackDown. So yeah, because of Hurricane Ian, there was a lot of traveling issues and certain superstars couldn't get there. Um, we had first match to talk about was Solo Sokoa teaming up with Sami Zayn. Um, versus Madcap Moss and Ricochet. Winners was Solo Sokoa and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, I've seen, I'm seeing this online more and more. Sami Zayn is the star of this show. Roman's never around. 100%. Sami Zayn is, this show is carried on Sami Zayn's back, basically. Yeah. Every I week. He's, he's the best part of it. The fans love it. The fans did not want the baby faces, Matt Cat Moss and Ricochet, to win. <laughs> On Raw, Raw, uh, they did not want AJ Styles to beat Sami Zayn. People yeah. love Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is, yeah, so over right now. And you see him like right. when he uh, dapped up, was it Jay? I think it was like on, on Raw or something, but with the uh, he dapped um, up Jimmy. Jay doesn't like him. Yeah, that's a, yeah that one. Um, when Kevin Owens the was there. <laughs> I don't know. They both have do eyes, right? Yeah. Um, he did that. Like it was like so smooth, and then I was like, "Oh, like he can't do anything wrong right now." Well, I think I think whichever one showed up actually could come to Canada this time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So someone got over the border. You alive there, Tim? Yeah, I was sorry. I was getting something for the ready for the classic segment at the end of the show. Stick around. <laughs> Sami Zayn, what's your thoughts on him? No, like I was listening to what you guys were saying. It's I completely agree. Roman's not going to be the guy at this point that's around all the time, but Sammy is so entertaining, and he's going to at least keep the crowd engaged and interested in what's going on. And, of course, you know, got the whole dy- dynamic between uh, which Uso brother's the one that doesn't like him or trust him. Jay. Jay. Main so event that, Jay Uso. Obviously, that's <laughs> going to play out at some point. So, I, I think it's entertaining. I mean, obviously, the bloodline and anything with Roman, and I know we're talking about Sammy, but just like that whole thing's the best thing in, w, in WWE right now, for sure. Let's talk about yeah. Roman. Roman is not on Extreme Rules. They don't want Roman to lose, but they do want to take a title off of him. They're trying to think of what to do, apparently, and they can't figure it out. It's kind of hard. <laughs> it's yeah. enough. I want to lose, but just give it up. Be like, I'm not here all the time. I think they've oh, worked. Wow. Th- I think they've worked themselves, and I'm not worked themselves into a shoot. Not like that. But I think they've worked themselves <laughs> into a position where, as a fan, just watching the whole thing goes down. It feels like they built up Roman and they built up Roman and they built up Roman and like they've the been fiend. No, but I think that they've been waiting f- to do this match with the rock. And I just don't think that the schedule was like working out and they're like trying to like kind of wait for it. Like I even heard triple H say in that Ariel Hawani interview, he was like, it's there when he wants it. He's like, the story's built in. 
He's like the match is like ready to go. He was saying as far as it's there, as far as the yeah. rock, and I think it's like it's the only thing that would work or make sense. It's the only star that's big enough. He already beat Cena, so there's only he's beating everyone. So it has to be Rock. Well, I saw uh, someone talking about it on I think it was TikTok, throwing out their idea on it. And they were like, why don't you somehow, you know, just get the belt off of Roman and put it in a match in the Rumble. Make the Rumble this year for one of the belts. Have Cody Rhodes win it. And then How do you there. just somehow get the belt off the champion? I don't know. Didn't When Becky Lynch had two belts, didn't she just give it up? No, that you can't. Yeah, but Roman... Time. They've worked That's not the same with Roman. Problem. I don't know. We're not the bookers, all right. No, but yeah, they've worked e- themselves. Vince has worked himself into a problem. <laughs> it's either it's either you you have Rock come do the match, and then yeah, but you're saying you I talked to you. You said to have the Rock win the titles. I was like, yes. what do you mean? Because Roman's not there, but like defending him that much anyway. So have the Rock. Okay, then how do you beat the come Rock? Come do a f- okay. So look, Rock comes in. He gets the title off Roman, okay? So you've ended the undefeated streak. Now he's beatable. Like, you needed someone at least credible to beat him because if anybody else beats him, it's not going to be... It's going to just not work. Like, it's not going to be believable. So you have Rock. To me, Rock and Roman at Mania should be Rock's last match. That should be his retirement That's what I'm saying. He comes back and does a match at, like, a different pay-per-view... Gets the belt off of him, and then Roman beats him at Manium, and then Rock does a retire. You know he retires, but at that point Roman's already been beaten. So, you know the guy once the streak is broken, kind of thing, it kind of humanizes the person. I think so. I think if he gets beaten once, he can now be beaten by somebody else, and it's not as big of a deal. It's the only way to well, slow down. That's what happened down. with Taker after Brock beat him and then Roman beat him again. Right. So then that it kind of like it cools it off a little bit. I think he's just so you just don't have anybody else that's on his level unless another young guy comes along like a Daniel Bryan type scenario where the crowd has decided that this is the guy whether that's what the company wants or not and they're they're so over that it would work, but there's no guys right now. I don't think that there's any guys that the crowd loves that much. That's Bray Wyatt's new character. Maybe that's or maybe Karen Cross beat him. No. That, God. <laughs> if Karen Cross beats Roman Reigns, oh my God. <laughs> Let's continue the show because there is no answer to this question. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens as time We're goes spitballing on. Spitballing here. Yeah. Uh, we had a little fun segment backstage with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, in the end, Kevin told Sami to get a new shirt because he looked at his honorary shirt and just like shook his head basically and told him to get a new one. Just thought it was a little funny. Um, the maximum male models are posing backstage throughout the entire show trying to uh, beat the record for longest pose in Canada. Max Dupree comes up and... 
purposely pushes one of them to ruin it before the time's over in the last like 10 seconds. And Max Dupree quits Maximum Male Modeling. He said, this isn't for me. You're damn right. Go back and be L.A. Knight now, please, is all I'm saying. So hopefully Max Dupree changes his name back to L.A. Knight and his character is then... He's a great talker, for one. Uh, he was great at NXT. He's pretty good in the ring, too. He's a good character. Got a good look, as they say. Um, so I'm a fan of him getting... You, 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 know, you want to go... You want to go... Work on your upper body, and then you'll be in the hunt. Little uh, beyond the map. Because of travel issues. <laughs> Someone out there appreciated that line. Uh, because of travel issues this week, um, Seamus was the only one of the brawling boots able to uh, travel. Because of travel issues, he was the only one able to travel, yes, uh, to Canada. And he, because he was by himself, he ended up getting beat down in the ring by Imperium. Uh, I don't know if it was already announced, but a match is um, set up for Extreme Rules. And it is Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in a good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Whatever the f*** that means. These names. Some Irish thing, I guess. It actually takes um, place out front of a shire. <laughs> Speaking of, I just started fellowship the other night again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, our main event was Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, and Johnny Gargano teaming up against Alpha Academy and Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Uh, good match. I like Kevin Owens and Johnny teaming up together. Um, they teamed up on Raw as well, but we just didn't talk about it. Winners were Drew, Kevin, and Johnny, and in the end, Drew takes the strap that he's going to use in the strap match and use it as against uh, Austin Theory, just beating this dude down. I don't know who he pissed off backstage, but uh, that was SmackDown. Let's get into Rampage. One thing to talk about, Rampage was not good, is all I can say. I'm trying to find other words for it. Just not good. It was bad. Whatever, agree disagree. I don't care. Only thing I, I talk about my. I don't. I match. dude. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, you know. I'm mainly talking about anyone that's listening. <laughs> but opening match was the Acclaim versus Private Party versus Butcher and the Blade uh, for the tag team championship. Winners were the Acclaimed. Uh, good opener. Max Caster had a rap about. Uh, the blades band breaking up. Um, oh, said something, something, that's why he band broke up. I was like, uh. <laughs> uh, crap. What else? Oh, he said something to a private party about get off Matt Hardy's nuts. Um, probably the most entertaining part of the show, in my opinion. Didn't care for the rest of the matches. So sorry, AW this week, but did not. It was not. I, there was three bad promos on Dynamite. You know, there was. Rampage was, uh, it was, in my opinion, not a good AEW week. Except for the main event. What do you think, event, what do you think Jeremy? You're very pro AEW. How did you like the shows this week? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't WWE the best. Was stronger. No. I mean, I'm wearing um, an AEW hat right I do. now. Just so, the, yeah. just so the listeners I mean, I do know think... that we're not haters. <laughs> just I do think for AEW, it affected them more with the Hurricane 
because uh, they're it seemed like a bunch of their people were in Florida. I don't know how much it changed. Were they the shows, all in Jacksonville. Yeah, it's like yeah, because they moved them all there for uh, during COVID. But I don't know. I don't know how it changed the shows, but there's still the big names there. Well, that wraps up Rampage. I wanted to um, do a little Extreme Rules predictions this week with you guys because it is this Saturday. Me and Tim are going to watch Sunday. So, Jeremy, don't spoil it for us. <laughs> Saturday night. Um, yeah, so, f- so far there's been six matches announced. <laughs> so far, the- not saying that Jeremy spoils or something. I'm just yeah, Jeremy. warning, hey, we're not watching until next night. <laughs> Uh, there's six matches announced. I don't think they're going to add any more. It would have to be a last-minute um, addition. It's a good oh, amount of matches. You don't need more. If you guys are watching, a QR code just popped up very quickly. Um, while the girls were backstage talking, Candice LeRae and Asuka, Bianca, and uh, Alexa Bliss. So maybe I'll rewind afterwards and pause it and scan it. But... So we got the Brawling Brutes versus the Imperium and, like I said, a good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. What the fuck does that even mean? I really feel like this can... I don't know. <laughs> I feel like this could go either way, though. Who yeah, that's you, what I was just thinking. Who do you, who do you guys got, though? Uh, I mean, I, I like the, the Brawling Brutes because I've... I don't know. They feel like they're I really do, gelling. I do like them now. I yeah. do like them now. They feel like they're gelling right now. And well, Walter, I'm just glad, I was I'm just Walter. Glad Gunther's Pete, got the Intercontinental title, so they're good. I'm just, I'm just glad Pete Dunn's essentially back, minus his name. It's Butch. 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 But I think, uh, <laughs> I think, okay, anyway. All right, I think uh, that the Brawling Brutes will win just because they got the momentum. He's Butch, damn it. No, he'll always be Pete Dunn to me. I hate the name Butch for him. And I think we all do. All you guys yeah. do, too. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Brawling Brutes. Edge versus Finn Balor. I'm saying Edge. I don't see Edge it's saying I quit. It's an I quit match, so I feel like Edge. I don't feel like Edge says I quit. I feel like Edge wins. Yeah. They don't make the baby face say I quit. Yeah, uh, they're definitely going to have like Finn be like, I fucking quit, boy. I quit. <laughs> or the... Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross Strat match. Karrion Cross. You don't have your new guy, really? Okay. He just I lost mean, in the title match. He has to win. Yeah. I don't know the bookings. Well, that's, that's a tough one. Matt <laughs> Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. Oh, okay. Go on. No, I just wanted Sorry to know, to- like. It, these matches are all no DQ. Yeah, there's yeah. a stipulation for all of them. Yeah. So the thing is, there's Crazy. no e- there's no easy way to like there's no easy out booking that you can do. Like you can't have besides passing out. Yeah. yeah, like there's no passing like run in. There's no hitting the referee by accident. There's no like if you're normal, your normal out that you can do to get around this sort of thing, huh? Interesting. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah, this makes the picks more fun. This is one of the better extreme rules pay per views, by the way. In by the looks of it, so far it hasn't happened, but in a long time, where every match actually has a stipulation. 
Uh, Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins, and it was announced this week that special guest referee was Daniel Cormier. I love this. It's in a fight pit match. Uh, I think this match is going to be the show stealer, in my opinion. I like the yeah. fight pit matches I've talked about before. Uh, Daniel Cormier, I know, has always wanted to do something with WWE, so this is a cool way to introduce him in some capacity. It makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with... Matt Riddle. This is another tough one. Yeah. I feel like Seth. Okay. I like it when we're divided. Tim, <laughs> tiebreaker. Um, I think Riddle wins only because in this scenario, I could see Seth being more cool with losing in an MMA style fight than Riddle would be from a behind the scenes point of view. Like, I feel like it wouldn't, like, Seth would be like, whatever, like, whatever's best for everybody. And Riddle might be a little bit more like, well, I can't lose because, you know, I was like, did UFC and stuff. So, like, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Riddle. I think, I think my- Cormier, he's a big fan of, uh, Seth, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Turns on him. Sinclair gets to him. Sinclair turned on him. Uh, must, Sinclair must have gotten um, to him. Jeremy, we got to have you over and watch that. Have movie you guys one seen? It's terrible. <laughs> best the best, it's the rest, best terrible wrestling movie ever. Oh, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. I um, forgot that part. Have you guys seen or do you remember the Fight Pit matches before? I think you'll like yeah. them if you haven't. Raw talks about it and shows what they were like before they do a little clip tonight. It happened earlier, right before Seth started talking. So oh if you God, wanted to see, you can go back. Right now. Dude, Heidenreich. <laughs> it's <a> Heidenreich vibes. Dexter <laughs> oh Loomis and Lemez. <laughs> um, all right, so then we have Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey in an Extreme Rules match. I'm saying Ronda takes back the title you think that's where i'm going you going live i think live just for a little bit longer unless Shayna baszler gets involved and then we get a feud with ronda and baszler but that would be good yeah that would be good how about you tim Mm, i agree with you i mean that's at least what i'm hoping is ronda yeah you're hoping Ronda beats Liv? Yeah, because then we could get that other feud. Yeah, I don't want to see Shayna team up with Ronda. I want to see them go at one another. Yeah, I love Shayna as women's champion in NXT. I just think it would be a good, a good match, and I feel like that's the way you get there by having Ronda win. Uh, finally, we have Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a ladder match. For the Raw Women's Championship. I'm going Bailey. Yeah, I was thinking the same. I'm going Bailey. Just because I feel like they need the all the titles in that group right now. Ding dong. Come on, Tim. I'm going my girl be at Bel Air. I'm gonna root for her. <laughs> well, that's all the matches that were announced. We got six. Um, last pay-per-view had six as... What was it? What was the last pay-per-view? Clash of the Castle. Yeah, see, then yeah. WWE doesn't fill their shows with like a million. You know, We're going to get a solid 
start to finish. But they also have a show every single month. This is true. This is true. But if Bailey wins, uh, Damage Control will have three titles. We'll have the Women's Tag and the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, so I think they should go with that. But uh, that wraps up the show, Tim, if you want to take us out. Well, um, before we close out, like I've been saying at the beginning of the show to stick with us, uh, we've been on a 2002-2003 kick for uh, classic matches of the week. So oh, I know this, what Tim's going to tell you all to watch. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, maybe. I did break text you about it the <laughs> other day. Um, but That's I'm going to go yeah. for this one. It's going to be Unforgiven 2002. And this card, uh, just to name a few matches, is uh, Rey Mysterio versus Chavo Guerrero. You have Booker T, Bubba Ray Dudley, and Goldust, a.k.a. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, if you're more familiar with him now, versus Christian, Landstorm, Test, rest in peace, and William Regal. So, I mean, that's a superstar matchup right there. You got Chris Jericho versus Ric Flair for the Intercontinental Ch- Championship. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero versus Edge. Uh, Triple, H versus, <sighs> Triple H versus Rob Van Dam. Chris Benoit versus Kurt Angle. And the main event uh, is uh, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman, even all the way back in 2002, versus The Undertaker. And that is uh, actually a 20-minute, 27-second-long match. And... Uh, it is. It's a. It's Isn't a, it a Hell in a Cell? That is actually the one afterwards. But this is their this, first encounter, or first yeah. or second encounter. First encounter. So yeah, that's my classic show okay. of the week, Unforgiven 2002. Go back and enjoy. Obviously, it's on Peacock. Maybe you're a DVD person. I don't know. Some people still like that. But if that wraps up the show, I'll close us out. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 54. And uh, we will be back next week to talk all things pro wrestling. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you all so much. Bye-bye. And enjoy the day.